Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with easy-peasy loan approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to The Morning After with Nick and Big J, 24th day of January, 2023. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Here I am. We, oh, is this a musical version of The Morning After? Now it's the old Mighty Mouse. Here I am to save the day. That's not even the words, buddy, but you're close. Here I come to save the day. Close enough for me. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) that's for sure. But just to make sure, you know... It is my favorite thing when you when you think everybody's on the same page as you mentally. I do the same thing, and you you make this reference that you're absolutely convinced this is the right thing. It's yeah. like that's and the they're way like, it was. I am not making the connection you're making, and you're like, how could you not? And then you realize, oh, it's because I messed up the record. But uh, <laughs> it is still a wonderful Tuesday morning. Hopefully. You are up, ready to go. If you're just getting up, God, I'm sorry. I know it sucks to have to get up at six o'clock Lucky in the you morning. Sleeping in like I know, this, man. Uh, did you get some sleep last night? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, me too. I was out by like nine. It was fantastic. Uh, but uh, hopefully, we are ready to go for a quality Tuesday show. We got a lot on our plate today. Number one, uh, first and foremost, because it's going to come the most immediately. We're going to need your help picking out a movie for Big J. It is streaming dumbass day here on the morning after, which means. The movie that Big J watches tonight will be selected by you. And the last couple have been all approved by Big J. Mm. Uh, Some of them more enthusiastically than others, but will that trend continue? I don't know. It's only up to you, and I guess technically it's really up to Big J whether or not he likes the movie or not. But you will be the one that selects which movie he watches tonight on a streaming platform, and that's going to be coming up here in a few minutes, so get ready to text into the TDS Fiber text line. And let us know what you want him to watch. And then uh, also later on in the 7 o'clock hour, not one but two concert announcements that we have to lay out for the Treasure Valley today. And uh, suffice it to say, we're excited about both. Uh, We think both are going to sell pretty quickly. And uh, you should be as well. And we'll give you all the details on that this morning. So it gives you another good reason to tune in to the old morning after today. Plus, we have prizes to give away. Good times to be had. Big J is going to do Big J things. Hell, you might have already gotten one. For being perfectly honest. Yeah, one down. And I, I know for Four a fact, go. if you go and follow on Twitter Big J Things, at Big J Things, they keep, keep account as to how many Big J Things you do per show. Is that a real Twitter account? Uh, it is now, probably. It would be hilarious if it was. <laughs> if somebody is just sitting around and said, Big J did six Big J Things today on the morning after. And I'd like to talk to that person and tell me what these things are. Some, so maybe I can play into them or out. Well, that's the beauty of it. We always move the goalposts. So yeah. anything really could be a Big Suckers. J thing if you want it to be. It all depends. I can't wait till doing Big J things is doing things right. Hey, in my opinion, it already is. Oh, thank you. I mean, I don't think I don't think you make it almost 16 years as a morning show unless you're doing Big J things, if we're being perfectly honest. Yeah, suck it, everybody else. Wait a minute. When did this turn into an insult? I don't know. Anyway, we also play music on this show. We should get started with that. 
Sublime kicking things off this morning here on the morning after on the X Rocks. Well, ladies and gentlemen, hold on to your butts. Because I tell you what, things are going back to the way they were. The average cost of gas in Boise has risen about five cents per gallon in the last week. Its average is about three dollars and forty cents per gallon, according to our friend Gas Buddy. Hey, Gas Buddy! Oh God, Gas Buddy, you look like crap. You okay? Oh, Gas Buddy. The price of gas in Boise is about thirteen cents less per gallon than a month ago. It's down about eighteen cents compared to a year ago. Nationally, the price of diesel also still rising. 460 per gallon. That's a rise of about three cents from the previous week. So right now, the cheapest gas station here in Boise charges about 325 for regular unleaded. Most expensive is up to about 360. Throughout the state, lowest is just under three dollars per gallon right now. Now nationally, the price of gas has increased by 12 cents per gallon. It averages about three dollars and forty cents per gallon as well. Very rare that we're on par with the national average, but again. We're kind of meeting in the middle, whereas they're going up faster. It takes us a little bit longer to get there. So it's weird how it works. Weird. But just so you know, you're going to be paying a little bit more for gas, at least as of right now. So we may be on gas price watch again, Big J, soon. Prepare yourself mentally and physically for it. Minor trade in baseball yesterday. Twins are acquiring outfielder Michael Taylor in a trade with the Royals. Uh, They're going to give up a couple of pitching prospects for the defensive center fielder and former gold glove winner. Uh, Not exactly a force at the plate, Big J. 254, 9 home runs, 43 RBI, but he's a speedy outfielder with great defense and a pretty decent leadoff hitter. He can get on base, just not usually by knocking the ball around a whole hell of a lot, but uh, it's still a decent trade for the Twins who are looking to add speed to their lineup. They've done that. Color me surprised that the Live Golf League's team championship is moving to Saudi Arabia, Big J, in November. Of course, the Big Money Golf League is funded by a bunch of people that have money that is linked to Saudi Arabia, so it shouldn't surprise anybody that the $50 million championship will not be played in the United States anymore. Instead, will be played at a very private country club in Saudi Arabia on November 3rd through 5th. And, of course, that will be streaming on the CW app, Big J. Nice. I honestly, I mean, I know everybody has an app these days, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, but I did not know that CW, the network, had its own own app, which is uh, pretty insane. But good for them, I guess, is what I wanted to say. So we are all happy for it. But it is, well, I mean, it is, they might as well have an app if they're going to do stuff. You know what I mean? You have to have one to kind of survive in today's technology uh, starving world. So, uh, I mean, we have an app, the 100.3 The X app. Would you recommend that to your friends? Yeah, sure. Uh, bit of a delay there, Big J. Variety reports that the movie Air, which is directed by Ben Affleck, is set to hit theaters on April 5th. This is the film that he's been working on with Matt Damon about uh, the startup of Nike and, more importantly, Nike and Michael Jordan. It is the first movie uh, that has been produced by Affleck and Matt Damon's production company called Artist Equity. Uh, ben is going to be playing, uh, the, of course, the founder of Nike. And then uh, Ben Affleck, I guess, is playing like one of the first chair people on the actual you know, side of things that go into it. So, so not a documentary. Uh, well, no. I mean, if you're going to have Ben Affleck and Matt Damon playing characters, yes, it automatically yeah. qualifies as not a documentary. No, it's not going to be something that they're going to do. But it is going to be something that's going to get a theatrical release. They have been working on it. And it's, uh, although, you know, it, it, this is one of those deals where Nike has a pretty controversial beginning. 
If you get a chance, there's a nice 30 for 30 that is a documentary, although any documentary has got some sort of slant to it. You you have a breakdown of how these two people kind of butted heads at the very beginning of Nike, and there is some controversy as to who actually created the product. And, you know, Phil has all the money, and therefore that's why he secured himself the ability to keep the company. And maybe there was like a Facebook situation where there was some pushing people out that actually did all the hard work that mm-hmm. got this thing started. And then, you know, making the connection to my Michael Jordan at just the right time was perfect for a sneaker upstart, which is exactly what Nike was in the early 80s when they made that deal with Michael Jordan. Nobody knew who they were. They were basically running shoes for track and field people up until they made that jump with Michael Jordan, and then they became a brand, and now people pay hundreds upon hundreds of dollars for shoes that they will never wear. I mean, it's pretty incredible, the story of Nike, and it may be a little bit shadier than a lot of us know. So, uh, whether or not they get into that in this movie, I have no idea. Whether or not Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are the right people to bring it to the screen, I don't know that either. I guess we'll find out on April 5th. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff coming up. We got your first round of streaming dumbass. We need your help selecting a movie. That's on the way here on the X-Rocks. It's streaming dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And we need your help with this streaming dumbass segment. Big J is going to have to choose three movies. Only the choice is completely removed from his particular person and put onto the shoulders of you, the X-Rock listener. Got three movies here, going to not name the title nor the stars, at least not yet anyway. And based on the just very brief plot description provided to us from the streamers, you have to select which movie Big J is going to watch and review for you in a 24-hour period. These are the parameters for streaming dumbass Big J to you agree to the rules. Yeah. And to be at the whim of the X-Rock audience. Wonderful. So, listen to the descriptions, think about which movie you'd want Big J to watch, and then text in the corresponding movie number. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number... Number three, the movie that gets the most votes to the TDS Fiber text line is the movie that Big J will watch. Are you ready, Big J? Yes. Because we are all over the place in today's streaming dumbass. Movie number one, when an expert assassin, Alex, refuses to complete a job for a dangerous criminal organization, he becomes a target. FBI agents are brought in to investigate the trail of bodies, leading them closer to Alex, but when the crime syndicate and the FBI in hot pursuit, Alex has the skills to stay ahead, except for one major thing. What do you think that thing is? Death. I don't know. That's a skill? Yes. Movie number two. Dublin teenagers Matthew Rez and the deranged Kearney leave school to a social vacuum of drinking and drugs. Then they fall into shocking acts of transgression and spiral out of control until they get mixed up in the wrong crew and all their lives are in danger. Oh my god. Movie number three. A veteran and skilled detective investigates a series of grisly murders with the help of a young cadet who will eventually go on to become much more famous than his mentor. But first, they all have to stay alive. Movie number one, On the Run. Movie number two, Irish Mob Tales, or movie number three, Not Glass Onion. Those are your three choices <laughs> that you have. So text in the movie you think you want Big J to watch. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three, to 208-287-1003. Big J will tabulate the votes. We will see if we can't get ourselves a winning movie. I'll let you know all three of the titles and which one Big J is watching next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> 
Matt Slip Biscuit, that is Nookie here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Have all the votes been tabulated, Big J? Yes, they have. Do we have a clear and decisive winner for Streaming Dumbass for this morning? We do. I love that. What movie came in dead last place, Big J? Dead last uh, would be movie number two. Movie number two was called Here Are the Young Men. It is a story of young kids getting involved in the Irish mob. It was your opportunity to see your second and Taylor Joy movie in as many weeks. Unfortunately, you will not. Uh, nor will you see the movie starring Finn Cole. But if you want to watch Here Are the Young Men, it is available for you to check out on Peacock. That is movie number two. What movie came in second place? Uh, that would be movie number three. Movie number three is a brand new Netflix original called The Pale Blue Eye. It stars Christian Bale and Henry Melling as who's go- the person that grows up to be Edgar Allan Poe, Big J. They worked together to solve a series of grisly murders back in yeah, the day. Yeah, it's like the historical version of Glass Onion. Yeah, except it's not based in reality. It, uh, Edgar Allan Poe was never really oh. a detective. Uh, this is just an opportunity to, I believe, mash up two people, one of which is somewhat famous, before he, of course, drunk himself to death in the streets of Baltimore. So that means you'll be watching movie number one. Is that correct, Big J? That's correct. This is a movie that is on Amazon. It stars Liam Neeson and your friend Guy Pierce, and it is called Memory. This is the movie that you will be watching. Okay. Memory. Uh, it's one of the many I, Liam Neeson movies that are on Amazon, so make sure you watch the right one because there's like 17. No, I vaguely remember this uh, watching the trailer for That's this. ironic. Uh, as it is a story about an expert assassin who's losing his memory, which is why it's called Memory. So, Big J will be watching that tonight on Amazon Prime. If you are so inclined, you can watch the movie along with him. It is on Amazon Prime, Big J. Do you want to do a watch along? Set that up on your streaming, no. your fancy little... Le- oh, come on. Why not? Because I never know when I'm going to watch it. Well, that w- that's what makes it fun. You can kind of carve out a time. Make some plans. Because what else are you doing tonight? All kinds of stuff. That's Big J's way of saying nothing, everybody. But he doesn't want to watch the movie with you. He wants to watch it by himself. So Memory is the movie he will be watching. And then you can tune in right around this time tomorrow and see if it's a movie that Big J likes and says that you should watch or if it's a movie that Big J says it's not worth your time. But once again, we're on a pretty solid string of you guys picking out movies Big J likes. So we'll see if this continues. Did it pa- Well, you watched the trailer and you didn't want to chase it down. So maybe it didn't pass the smell test originally? Um, yeah, was, I mean, you know what? It's uh, kind of like spin a wheel of Liam Neeson movies here in the last few years. Yes, they all do appear to be pretty much the same thing over and over and over again. He's almost fallen into that Nicolas Cage territory, and I'm not sure how. But he, d- despite his best efforts not to. Right. Remember he said, was like, I'm, I'm not doing this no anymore. No more action movies. And now 17 movies. All it is is he regurgitates the same action movie over and over and over again. But uh, I do like Liam Neeson in spite of that. But I'm also a Nick Cage fan, so I'm weird like that. But Big J will be watching Memory. You can as well. And tune in right around this time tomorrow to see if it's worth your time. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, uh, people all over the United States of America, even people here in Idaho, tightening their belts a little bit for their budgets as things start to kind of go up in prices in a lot of different ways. And so a brand new Tufts University report shows that, you know what the fastest growing food retailer in the United States is? No. Dollar stores, bro. Wow. So Americans love hunting for bargains. So discount stores have doubled the number of locations they have, especially in rural regions in the United States in the last 10 years. Their footprint is growing, especially in the remote southern parts of the United States. Now, this could be concern for nutrition policy as, you know, if we're being honest, Big J, dollar stores, not exactly the healthiest place that you can go shopping 
for no. your stuff. It's usually high in calories, low in nutrients. But when you look at, you know, people trying to kind of make sure they hit their budgets, Dollar Store is a great place to go to get some particular things. Maybe not the best food shopping in the world, but a good place to go for other supplies. Last time you were at the Dollar Store, Big J. Uh, I don't know. It's been a while, but the oh, wife God. goes all the time. Yeah, what what are some of the products? You know, like, do you know what dollar store products are in your home? No. God, you're so high society. You don't even understand what she buys when she goes there? I think you, it's mostly pet stuff. Okay, that like makes sense. Sure. That's like a that. brilliant way to use dollar stores. I go there probably once a month. It's the only place I get my toilet paper. I try to find the thinnest possible and put it in the guest bathroom to make sure people that come over do not want to go number two in my house. The kind that just falls apart in your hands so you're yeah, basically yeah. not using it. Yeah. Who checks that before, though? It seems like a trap. That's the best prank ever. It is. That's what they get for uh, dropping a deuce in my house. They go, oh, my God, I can't even do anything with this paper. You go have a good time, but don't go to the bathroom there. Oh, you can. Just make sure it's yellow so that it mellows. Big J, uh, Georgia wide receiver Rodarius Thomas has been arrested on a felony charge. He uh, was arrested on a charge of false imprisonment and misdemeanor battery family violence. He is a junior. He recently transferred from Georgia to or from Mississippi State to Georgia. Uh, he was released Monday after posting bonds, so that's not good for the defending national champions. And we have a trade in the NBA. Do you care, Big J, no. about the Washington Wizards sending one of their star forwards to the Lakers, though? It's the Lakers. Rui Hachimura going to be sending to the Lakers for Kendrick Nunn in three second-round draft picks. The team announced on Monday. Of course, uh, Washington fans are livid online, so the six people that are fans of that team are very upset because, Big J, you have to go back uh, nine years to find the last time the Washington Wizards had a second-round pick that actually made their basketball team, and now they gave away a player that's pretty good for three of them. So the question becomes, why? Why do they do that? I don't understand not getting value for your player and sending it to teams that are already doing it. Not the Lakers are great, but it is weird to me how sometimes it seems like we are, I guess, helping the rich get richer. Does that make sense? In the well, world of sports. That's America, dude. I know. But it is weird to me that somebody would want to do that particular move. It's clearly a win for the Lakers. They give up really nothing because there's not... I mean, the NBA has like 12 people on a team, man. Second-round picks are G League players and will be until somebody does something incredible that makes them break out. So it's basically nothing for a guy that's averaging 22 points a game, which is like, what? What? But they did try to sign him after his rookie deal. He clearly wanted no... Uh, no part in going back to Washington after his contract ran out, so maybe it was just like, well, we should get something for him. Whatever that may be, it'll give us an opportunity to do that. So that's what they did, and Lakers pick up a pretty solid scoring option with Anthony Davis, of course, still hurt. We've often talked about the post-careers of football for a lot of players and how they're surprising. None so for me than Marshawn Lynch who, when he was a player, hated everything about the media, now is a prominent member of the media? He's actually, like, uh, promotional uh, 
liaison for the NFL, yes. like consultant. It's crazy. Yeah. He's like a face of the NFL for yeah. a guy that did not want to do press conferences because he but hated talking. Here's the best part. He hasn't changed anything about himself. Still drops F-bombs, whether it be on Amazon Prime and their pregame features. I mean, it's hilarious. Yeah, so he's still doing Marshawn Lynch things for sure. I just never would have guessed this is the path he was on. You can also put that for Michael Strahan. I mean, you know, certainly more personable, but I never would have guessed he'd be like the face of Good Morning America after he retired from football. Yeah. But here he is. Uh, of course, he's the co-anchor of that. He's also a big part of Fox's NFL coverage as well. And he received a Hollywood Walk of Fame star yesterday. So congratulations to it's him. crazy, man. I know. And so he is like this multimedia star and all of this after becoming a, you know, he was a really good football player as well. Yeah, Hall of Famer and Walk of Fame. I mean, not many people, I don't think anybody no, I mean, uh, well, I'm, uh, maybe there's a couple of them on there that, that, that transition. Terry Bradshaw have uh, one? Maybe Terry Bradshaw does. I was thinking, too, Jim Brown. He was in a bunch of yeah. movies back in the day, so he Absolutely. might also have some sort but of star. But it's rare. Yes. To make that transition, I'm sure, you know, being in the New York market helps Strahan a lot as he transitioned into that career in show business. But still, all the credit goes to him to be able to make that transition as seamless as he has, for sure. So uh, now as you uh, walk on by and enjoy the world of the Hollywood Walk of Fame, you can see Michael Strahan star and take weird pictures by it. (laughs) Morning After with Nick and Big J, there's your important stuff. On 100.3, the X rocks. Back to Florida for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. Fort Myers, to be uh, exact. And police there are looking for a man who was caught on security camera breaking into a Crow's, uh, Crow's, a Joe's Crab Shack. Remember when we used to have one of those, Big J? Yeah, man. It wasn't too far away from the radio station, right down the street here on Fairview. Yeah. You could go to Joe's Crab Shack. Was that a place that you went to on the Common? No. No, it was rare. Is there a reason why? Not a fan? Wasn't that great. I know. I only went once, and then I was like, I don't think I'll ever want to go again. Maybe that's why it's not open. (laughs) But this guy broke into a Joe's Crab Shack that is open in Florida, popped a squat, and then just squeezed out a Cleveland steamer right there on the floor. Oh, that's going to ruin everybody's eating and uh, eating fun. Well, it was 2.30 in the morning, so nobody was in the restaurant at the time. Yeah. You think they were? No, but I'm just saying you would hear about that at some point, I would think. Fort Myers police say the man who they've decided to dub the pooping perpetrator, which seems like, I like the alliteration, but also, hey, take your job more seriously, guys. Squeeze through a small broken window to get into the restaurant at around 2.30 in the morning and then just decided to drop trowel and go ahead and drop the kids off the, the pool right there in the middle of the floor in the restaurant. Now, security footage also shows him walking around the restaurant. He took exactly one beer and a hat before leaving, so police think he broke into the restaurant just to go to the bathroom and then left. Now, they posted two videos on Facebook in hopes that somebody knows him and will provide his name, but the weird thing is, like, you know, the restaurant has a bathroom, man. If you're going to break in to go... Why not go? Why, What's I mean, the fun in that? Is it fun to poop on I, the floor? I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not a, a floor pooper. I don't know. You made it sound like you like no, it. No, but I mean, some people want to be free. <laughs> Again, is that freedom? Yes. Just pooping on the floor is for this, freedom? For this person. Uh, I don't know. I think, I think, I see, here's what I think. Freedom. Freedom. I think that he <laughs> has some sort of weird kind of like 
animosity towards this crab shack. Like, I feel like there's something personal about this. If you're breaking into a restaurant in the middle of the night just so that you can crap on their floor, that feels personal to me. And you don't do anything once you're in, you know what I mean? You went through the trouble of breaking and entering just so you can go to the bathroom. I mean, listen, if it was, you know, a photo finish, that I understand, but it doesn't appear to be that. Even still, breaking into a place just to go poop on a floor seems really weird. Yeah. I mean, the restaurant does have a bathroom. He could have used that. But I can tell you this. Joe's definitely not going to be happy with what this guy did in his crab shack. First his restaurant in Boise closes down, and now somebody's just dropping deuces right there in his restaurant in Fort Myers, Florida. I know this much, Big J. If you're going to Joe's Crab Shack, you don't want to order the number two. That much, I promise you. Get we'll take the number two. It's the guy walks it off the street, just <laughs> takes a dump right at your <laughs> damn table. Oh God, Joe's Crab Shack. So, people of Florida, we are streaming everywhere. The podcast gets downloaded everywhere. If you know anything about the pooping perpetrator, please let police know and tell them tip of the cap for the alliteration. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your "We're Going to Hell" story. We have not one but two concert announcements for some really kick-ass rock shows coming to the treasure valley we shall give you your details next on the x rocks that's the foo fighters my hero here on the morning after with nick and big j we promised you two concert announcements and that's exactly what you're going to get we are very happy to be bringing both of these shows to town for you so let's get off with concert number one it's another 100.3 the x concert announcement big j what is the first concert announcement we have to make uh, the first concert uh, announcement that we have to make is for uh, May 1st at the Revolution Concert House and Event Center. And the band that's coming to town is a little band we like to call Avatar. God, we love this band very much. We have been on the Avatar train for a very long time, introducing you to the band way back in the day with a little song called Let It Burn. And then uh, they're a free X-Show veteran band, of course. They're an X-Fest artist as well. We have a lot of love for them. They've come in and performed acoustically for us bunch we're looking to make that happen yet again this time around when they come to town they've got a brand new album coming out which is fantastic and some new music on the way that we think you're really 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 going to like and oh by the way they're also terrific live agree or disagree oh absolutely so you should definitely put it on your calendar uh it's all happening at the rev center presented by 100.3 the x rocks shall we play a song by avatar big j yeah how about let's all right this is a big j pick because you love this song as much as i do what song are we playing it's brand new from avatar the dirt i'm buried in enjoy it and then get tickets to the show they're going to go on sale this friday at 10 a.m this is avatar on the x rocks new music from Avatar, The Dirt I'm Buried In. That's one of the concert announcements we have for you this morning. Big J, give the details one more time. Yep, that would be Avatar coming to town to the Rev Center on May 1st, and uh, tickets are going on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Vela Maya and Orbit Culture opening up that show at the Rev Center on May the 1st. So that is concert announcement number one, presented by 100.3 The X Rocks. What is concert announcement number two? It's another 100.3 
the X concert announcement. Concert announcement number two takes us to the Ninning Factory, September 26th. The X presenting a very intimate show with Coheed and Cambria, Nick. It's been a very long, in fact, Big J, X-Fest 2012, yeah. the last time Coheed and Cambria has been in, the, in the Treasure Valley in the rain. And it was a special acoustic performance that wasn't planned on being an acoustic performance because of said rain. So it'll be great to see them plugged in and at the Knitting Factory again. One more time for that date, Big J. That would be September 26th. And we have more details that makes this show even extra special. We'll get into that after you hear some Coheed and Cambria. This is Shoulders on the morning after on the X Rocks. time that band is coming back to town presented by 100.3 the x rocks big j give the details for concert announcement number two september 26th at the knitting factory coheating cambria with special guest deaf heaven and uh special performance uh for the most part it's a never ender performance they're gonna be playing uh in full length the no world for tomorrow album plus a bunch of songs from their recent release a window in the making in the waking mind uh, hence, never ender. So, uh, going to be very special evening, very intimate. Obviously, pretty small room for Coe and Cambry to play, and we will have a pre-sale on Thursday for X Rock fans. We'll give you details on Thursday morning on that code word, uh, but uh, that is going sale to the public on Friday, and then the pre-sale is Thursday. Yeah, we do expect this Coe and Cambry show to sell out fairly quickly. So, uh, that pre-sale on Thursday morning that's going to run throughout the day is going to come fairly handy. So, keep your eyes out and follow us on social media if you don't we also expect that avatar show to sell out which it did last time they were in town as well also at the rev center so this is some pretty big shows that we are very excited to bring back into town a couple of x-fest artists returning to the treasure valley big yeah. j and announcing them both on the same day that doesn't suck at all so more concerts coming make sure you check out xrock.com the event side of the calendar for all the shows that are hitting the area over the course of the next couple months and of course we have more announcements to come as well well morning after with nick and big j some important stuff on the way as well as pop culture smackdown on the morning after with nick and big j <laughs> oh big j that's how i keep employed bro. i guess so hey you're a big fan of tiktok yes i mean i guess sure you spend a lot of time on there i guess is my point whether you enjoy it or not you're on tiktok on a fairly regular basis would it bother you if you knew that things probably weren't as above water as they appear to be on that You mean stuff? like if they had a special button to make things go viral? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> if like they had some sort of home office that was I like... ruin your story. We need to do something to... Well, it doesn't matter. Everybody's going to know about it in the meantime. But I mean, we need to do something to make sure this video gets more attention than others. Would that bother you? Would that take off some of the, I guess... I mean, I don't. Fun? I don't look at it and be like, "Oh, this is viral. How interesting and cool." I mean, I don't. I don't think about it that way, so I don't care one way or the other. I guess maybe if you were an influencer, it probably would bother you a little bit more. Somebody that makes your living doing this stuff, and you realize how sure. little control you have over this stuff, regardless of the followers. All it takes <clears throat> is somebody to go, "This is funny. Let's have a bunch of people see it." And that's all it takes for somebody to go off, and next thing you know, they're getting the money that you were getting as an influencer but apparently that's exactly what tiktok is doing they have something called heating that gives a top secret feature to certain people at the up and ups of tiktok and allows them to 
go viral or at least have more access to TikTok accounts than other videos do. This is according to Forbes magazine, which got a hold of office documents. Now, the term heating refers to a manual button which staff can push to make specific videos achieve a certain number of views. Another document called the TikTok heating policy said that employees may use heating to attract influencers and promote diverse content as well. Uh, TikTok, of course, has never publicly disclosed any uh, information that it engages in this practice, but the company memos proves that it does. And I'm guessing if I had to bet, they're probably not the only ones that do this. You know, I mean, you, you would wonder you wonder sometimes how that stuff gets into people's algorithms when none of that is on track with something that you like or you talk about or you think about. And it's because it's being pushed to you for whatever reason, either it's sponsored content or it gives somebody an opportunity to increase their brand or it's being paid. Somebody's paying them to attract it to you. And I bet you, if you know the right people, you probably can pay to have somebody push that heater button. Oh, I'm sure that scandal will be happening at some point down the road. I mean, is it a scandal or is it exactly what social media is created for? People to get attention and pay for that attention that they get. I mean, that's part of it, too. We have to understand at the end of the day, I mean, again, it's a service that none of you pay for and that some people do pay to get those views and to get those likes because being an influencer can actually be pretty good income if you Mm -hmm. are good at it and you have a steady amount of followers. And how do you get those followers? You have a video or two that takes off. And so it's probably not surprising that there are ways behind the scenes to grease those wheels. But people sometimes get insulted by that or feel like it's an assault of their intelligence that it's done when in reality it's probably been done for years and years and years, probably since the advent of social media. So get used to it. Although, again, don't forget that TikTok may also be banned at any moment. So you never know if it's really going to affect your everyday conversations or not. Big J, this morning, the Academy Award nominations were announced. This is the uh, basically the tip of the iceberg for all of the good movies that came out this year. And for the first time in a long time, I think, if I can remember, there were actually 10 movies nominated for Best Picture. You know, for a while when the Academy expanded that, they could do up to 10. And they've had like 7, sometimes 8, sometimes 9. But this year, they're using all 10 slots for the Best Picture Nominees, are you ready to find out what they were? Yes! Women Talking nominated for Best Picture. Ooh. Triangle of Sadness, which I've heard is really good. I have not seen. That's Sounds got great. Woody Harrelson in it. It's a comedy. Uh, Top Gun Maverick is in the running for Best Picture, Big J. Yeah. Any problem with that? No. Uh, Tar with Kate Blanchett is also in there. The Steven Spielberg movie in The Fablemans is in there as well. Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is a terrific film. Elvis... The Banshees of Ina Sharon, uh, Avatar The Way of the Water, and All Quiet on the Western Front. And uh, I've seen a majority of these. The only three I have not seen so far is Avatar, uh, Triangle of Sadness, and Tar. Those are the three that I am missing. But I would say it's a pretty good year for movies, man. I don't have a problem with any of these. As a matter of fact, outside of maybe Elvis winning the best picture compared to some of these other ones out there, I don't think I'd have a problem with any of them. Well, Avatar I haven't seen, so I don't know. But uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, I know you've talked about how you're not into it, but uh, it's a Netflix film. It's available for you to watch now. It's really, really, really good. And the best war film I've seen in years in a unique uh, kind of storytelling aspect to it that is very different from the book, but in a good way and a unique way as somebody living in America learning about war. You know, we always we always watch more 
horror movies usually from the side of the good guys. You know what I mean? We're more cheering for the people. It's usually told from the American side of you. This movie told from the German side of you, and it's very interesting to see a war movie told from the side that essentially got their ass kicked in World War One. you know? And you understand like how these kids that were fighting this war got all caught up in it, and then also how getting their ass kicked in World War One really led that country and its leaders to embrace Nazism and led to eventually <laughs> World War Two because the embarrassment that they suffered in World War One were like, how can we make sure that doesn't happen again? Of course, it did in World War Two. But the point is, this is how that extremism was entered into that country, and it's a really interesting point of view for me. Uh, Banshees of Inisherin is available on HBO Max. It is a terrific film, front to back, no notes. I finally watched everything everywhere all at once, and it is absolutely breathtaking as well. Fableman's is fantastic. Top Gun Maverick, I enjoyed. I know you liked it very much as well, too, right, Big J? Yeah. Uh, Triangle of Sadness, I believe, is coming to HBO Max next month. And then Women Talking and Tar, you'd have to currently rent right now if you want to get your hands on it, if you'd like. As far as directors go, Spielberg being nominated, not a surprise. Uh, Ruben Osfeld of Triangle of Sadness, Todd Field, uh, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheiner of Everything Everywhere All at Once, and then Martin McDonough for Banshees of Ina Sharon. Uh, Austin Butler, Colin Farrell, Brandon Frazier, Paul Meskel of Aftersun, and Bill Knighty for Living. Your Best Actor nominations, Kate Blanchett, Anna DeArmas for Blonde, Andrea Risenborough for Two Leslie, Michelle Williams for The Fablemans, and Michelle Young for Everything Everywhere All at Once for Best Actress. You got Brendan Gleeson, Brian Tyree Henry, former guest of the morning after Big J, Judd Hirsch, Barry Keegan, and Kwayoan Jgon for for Everything Everywhere All at Once for Best Supporting Actor. And then uh, Angela Bassett becomes the first Marvel Cinematic Universe actor to be nominated for an acting category for a film. She gets nominated for Best Supporting Actress for Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which she is terrific in. Carrie Condon for The Banshees of Ina Sharon, Hong Chow for The Whale, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Stephanie Sow for Everything Everywhere All at Once nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once leads the way with 11 nominations, and then The Fablemans and Banshees of Ina Sharon have 10 each as well as this thing moves forward, but there are some good movies this year, Big J. Agree or disagree? Yeah. Did you see Everything Everywhere All at Once? No, not yet. Uh, you want I want, to? I do, yeah. Yeah, it's really, it's really, really good. It's really good. Uh, I would have no problem with that. Uh, Banshees of Ina Sharon also in my top two movies of the year as well. It's really, really good. But they have some good ones to choose from. So it was a pretty good year at cinema. Of course, the Academy Awards are going to happen next month. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel is going to be hosting on ABC. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got your pop culture smackdown happening in a couple moments. The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yep, and we got some tickets. Foos Fighters coming to town February 21st. It's, or, I'm sorry, February 11th. That's a Saturday, friends. We'll get you hooked up with these tickets if you can beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. Let's see what happens. 208-287-1003. If you'd like these tickets to the show coming up on the 11th of next month, gives you an opportunity to get out, have a good time, enjoy the concert, and then also you get to run around today and say, guess what happened? I beat Big J at Pop Culture Smackdown. Feels good. And today we're going to start about specific questions about a particular actor that I think is pretty famous. We'll see how it goes. Hello, The X. Hello. Good morning. Hi, who's this? This is Ronnie. All right, Ronnie, you're up first. Ronnie, today would have been uh, John Belushi's 74th birthday. And so we're going to start with some questions about the iconic comedy actor. Here's the first one. John Belushi also has a famous comedian brother that was a Saturday Night Live cast member just like John was. What was his name or is his name? Is it Jerry, Josh, or Jim? 
Jerry? Jerry Belushi. No, I am sorry. Oh, Jerry. Jerry Belushi. According to Jerry? Hello, the X. Good morning. Hello? Hello. Hey, uh, John Belushi also has a famous comedian brother that was a Saturday Night Live cast member just like John was. What is his name? Is it Jerry, Josh, or Jim? Jim. Jim Belushi is right. correct. Well done. You're officially taking on Big J. Big J, uh, what cartoon character shared a name with John Belushi's Animal House character in the iconic film Animal House? <laughs> oh, no. This is the easy one. Oh, it was? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Boy. I thought for sure you've seen Animal Wiley House. Coyote? Wiley Coyote? No. Wrong. No. One, one, only one, really one, how about this? Uh, it's featured in Popeye. Does that help? Olive oil? Oh my God. Have you never seen uh, Animal House? I have, but I don't remember his name. Ah, I see. Uh, do you happen to know the answer, sir? Um, no. I don't. Oh. Uh, what if I said he was the main bad guy in Popeye? Would that help? Oh, I don't remember his name. Oh, his name Pluto. was, there you go. He got it. Yeah. Pluto. Right. Pluto is 100% correct. I never would have remembered that. Good job. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, I thought Animal House is a more popular movie than apparently it is. Congratulations, sir. You're going to go check out the Foos Fighters coming up on the 11th. I never really found Belushi that funny. Uh, really? So, yeah. At all? In yeah. any way, shape, or form? Not even like yeah. Blues Brothers stuff? No. Really? Huh. Who did you find funny from that cast? Anybody? Dan Aykroyd. Okay. Obviously. So Dan Aykroyd to um, you is funnier than John Belushi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Big time. All right. Any particular reason why? I don't know. I just never, ever, I mean, I've never, ever really thought Belushi was that funny. I'm but sorry. you liked Chris Farley, who essentially was yeah, John Belushi yeah. part two. Okay. Uh, Probably the better version, if you ask me. Certainly the more famous. John Belushi, I'll, I'll finish it off because uh, clearly you're not going to know these, so why waste my time moving yeah, forward? But John you. Belushi did an impression of what rock singer who actually joined him on stage during an SNL performance. Multiple choices. Bruce what, Springsteen. Multiple choices, I said. <laughs> Joe Cocker, Elvis Presley, or Meatloaf? Uh, Meatloaf? No. Joe Cocker? There you go. Right. Uh, And then which Illinois town gave John Belushi's Blues Brothers character his name? Do you remember his name in the Blues Brothers? Uh, Let's see. It was uh, Elroy? No, that was Dan Aykroyd's character's name. Or Elwood, anyway. Elwood, yeah. No, I don't know. No, uh, his name was Jake, and it was uh, Jalo- uh, basically a Jaloy Jake. So uh, from right. close to Chicago. Yeah, I never got any of these right. Uh, Joliet. So there you go. That's the uh, that's the Jim Belushi or John Belushi uh, trivia that uh, Big J I thought would have known a little bit more about, but it goes to show you what happens when I prepare in advance. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your pop culture smackdown. Some headlines are next on the X Rocks. <laughs> It's Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Easy to get your auto loan pre-approved with Team Mazda's iPreCheck button. Just click the big blue button at GoTeamMazda.com and you are well on your way. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Look up! The menu and egg drama. Ooh, the menu. An unhappy chef allegedly released 20 cockroaches into his restaurant's kitchen after dispute with his boss over holiday pay. Tom Williams of the United Kingdom now faces charges, including intent to cause criminal damage. Williams left his job at the Royal William IV pub over a pay dispute and reportedly returned to release the insects. The roaches in question were non-native to the area and are used to feed pets like snakes. 
Staff contacted Environmental Health and Pest Control. They had to close the pub in order to get all the cockroaches out of there. And apparently there was a legitimate dispute. He made a poor decision to go about getting his own reconciliation. But I don't think he was looking for money. I think he wanted revenge, right, Big J? Revenge, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is clearly a revenge move. He wanted to release a bunch of insects and probably shut down the place, which is exactly what he did. But, you know, there are also uh, criminal charges associated with that sometimes when you do nefarious things to cause trouble to businesses, regardless if you feel like you're in the right. And probably he did have some serious pay disputes going on with the place, but... Uh, when you break the law to get revenge, Big J, that's sometimes when it comes on you and you get in trouble more than it. It's like, you know, when you see a fight in a football game, they usually get the guy that does the pushing after he's been pushed himself yeah. and not the dude that the, that started the original uh, tussle. So keep that in mind. And uh, that's also prominently featured in the menu movie bit you watched last week, if you remember that. Yeah, pretty much. Look up or egg drama, Big J? Egg drama. Egg prices are soaring. They continue to be a topic of discussion all over the country and on this show. And some hungry travelers have put up with a plot to smuggle them in from Mexico, Big J. Officers at the San Diego Customs report an increase in eggs intercepted at the border. Uh, because eggs in Tijuana cost about $3 per dozen, whereas if you go to anywhere uh, around here or anywhere in the United States, you're looking at least 6 to $8. An increase in egg prices in the United States may be to blame, but of course, uh, don't forget, you can't bring in food from another country. That's what Customs is there to stop, and that also is a serious fine, so you won't be saving yourself any money. You're not, the, not the $5 that you wanted to save on the carton of eggs when you're paying the, you know, $900 fine for bringing in illegal food into the country. So uh, weigh the benefits and the risks, I guess, is my point to breaking the customs laws. You've never broken any customs laws, have you, Big J? Um, no, not, not that I'm aware of, no. <laughs> not on purpose, I guess. No, not on purpose. That's what you were going to say. Uh, I understand what you're saying. I, You know, if I'm going down, I've been to Mexico in a very long time. If I go down there, it isn't going to be for bringing back food, I assure you. <laughs> Wrap it up with Look Up. An outdoor yoga class in Miami had to come to an abrupt end when a man who was lying on his back doing a yoga position was injured by a very large iguana that fell out of a damn tree, Big J. Oh, my God. We've had this story before. Iguanas fall out of trees a lot in Florida, especially when the temperature gets down in the winter months. But this time, it wasn't the case. It was a warm day. But for some reason, the enormous green iguana, estimated to be around 20 pounds, ended up breaking a branch of the tree it was on and then crashed right into this poor son of a bitch's face. (coughs) The man was bleeding profusely from his cheek. His eyes swelled shut. Paramedics had to arrive on the scene and render first aid, but the man did decline to go to the hospital. The yoga class was also being streamed on Instagram Live at the time, and if you watch the video, you can actually hear the thud from the iguana's fall and several people scream in the background, although the actual iguana hitting the man in the face is not on the video. The scream and the branch breaking is. You can also hear the smack as well. So uh, not what you want to be internet famous for, I'm sure. Getting slapped in the face by a gigantic lizard falling on your head. Probably didn't feel great, too, if I had to guess. But that's one of those things that you have to pay attention to in Florida. Right around this time of year, lizards will fall out of trees. You have been warned. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on all the things. Weezer, that is Say It Ain't So here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And are we doing a mental health checkup on you, Big J? No, 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 no. Just, uh, you know, according to a new study here, something I've heard before, but people who prefer a cup of strong black coffee, Nick. 
without sugar or cream, are more likely to show violent psychopathic tendencies than people who tone their brew down with uh, those other things. Yeah, that sounds uh, about right to me. Do you feel more what? violent and angry than most? Yes. Yeah, see, there you go. Now, no. Now it makes no, sense. I don't feel that way at all. I don't feel like uh, I'm a psychopath in any way, shape, yeah, or form. I would argue most psychopaths probably feel that exact same way, however. So what? I think you're probably among elite company in that particular way of things. If well, you... have I shown psychopathic tendencies? Sure, sometimes. Oh, okay. I mean, well, I think uh, screaming at people uh, for no reason is somewhat uh, questionable at best. Well, give me an time. example of when that has happened. Uh, let's see. Well, when you, you uh, somebody will call up and you'll you'll scream at them and call them an idiot sometimes. That's a thing. Well, they've or, done something idiotic. I mean, it's right. not my fault. But does that, well, I mean, it, you know, taking it to the, the end degree. Does make me a psychopath? When you scream at them, it does seem like it's a little bit erratic from time to time. But from a violent standpoint, no, I cannot honestly say uh, outside of you throwing things in the studio, do anything that has caused anybody else violence. Uh, and if that were the case, I'm not sure I would blame the coffee. Uh, for that, it's probably saved more lives. Well, than it's I, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that they're blaming the coffee here. They're just saying that uh, folks who like bitter flavors show, showed more negative traits. Do you like bitter flavors and other things and, and stuff besides coffee? No, no, not really. I Would don't you think describe so. your coffee as bitter? Not to me, no. Okay, yeah. Then, then maybe you don't know what bitter tastes delicious. like. Then that could also be uh, another problem involved in it. But you've always been a take your coffee black kind of guy, right? Yeah, absolutely. Have you tried it with cream and sugar and just not liked yeah, it? Yeah, on occasion, sure. But okay. I mean, it's uh, not sugar. Certainly, that's not to me something that uh, you don't like. Your savory and sweet. We've talked about this before. Yeah. So. Um, Yes, I don't like it, at least in my liquid form, let's put it that way. So, uh, cream, creamer every now and then, but very, very rarely. What kind of happen. what kind of element do you have to be in that you say this coffee needs creamer? I'm trying to figure out, as somebody who really, you only take black coffee, it's the only way I've ever seen you take it. Where do you have to be or what has to happen for you to want to add creamer? Probably in coffee? the presence of royalty. So, when does that ever happen? Never. But you've had cream in your coffee before. Yeah, yeah, it's practicing. I see. In case you ever meet yeah. now King Charles, I guess? King Charles, or you know, maybe some some prince from some. And you know, what what small is it country. about royalty that makes you want to add cream to your coffee? I don't digni- dignity. Want to be dignified? You think cream is dignified? Yeah. What it all oh, makes it richer? I see. Yes, so you yes, equate rich. <laughs> richness of taste with money. I have yeah. absolutely no idea what I'm talking about. But you've added cream to stuff. There is no there. Like you have a yeah. taste of coffee and go, this needs cream. No, there is some t- some coffee's bad. Yes. Some coffee's real bad. But bad coffee's better than no coffee, is what you hey, Yes, absolutely. Gotcha. Uh, as somebody that doesn't drink coffee, I'll have to agree with you. Does it say anything about non-coffee drinkers being psychopaths? No, but uh, if you did I'm like the, the bitter flavors. I am in the clear, baby. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will do some bad impressions. That's happening next on the X-Rock. I'm not impressed. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and let's hook you up with some Foos Fighters tickets. Uh, these guys coming to town the Saturday, uh, the 11th of February. We'll get you set up with them. And you can go check out that show, some tribute action for Foo Fighters. If you can figure out bad impressions, probably going to take you three clues. Brought to you by? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru, uh, the Idaho Center pre-owned superstore. 208-287-1003 is the number you would like to call if you want to play the game called Bad Impressions. Big J's got three clues about somebody famous. Figure out who that famous person is, and you've got some tickets to the Foos Fighters coming up on the 11th of next month. Hello, the X. 
Hi. Good morning, Joshua. All right, Joshua, you're up first. Good luck. Way, way back, I was nominated for directing an Oscar for movies like E.T. and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, I'm, I'm positive. I have this one, but I, I want to hear your other hand. Oh, great. My favorite. Uh, the Fableman's movie is pretty much my own biopic, and I directed it. How fun. Oh, well, what's your last one? And a few other movies I've directed, Saving Private Ryan, Schindler's List, and Jurassic Park. Steven Spielberg? That is 100% correct. Good job, Joshua. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those Foos Fighters tickets so that you're all set to go on February 11th over at the Knitting Factory. You can grab your tickets at xrock.com if you're looking for those. Uh, Why is Steven Spielberg in the news? Well, with his uh, nomination for uh, directing the Fableman's movie, uh, Nick, uh, that pushes him into rare air where uh, he has now been nominated for Best Director in uh, six different uh, decades. That really? That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Well, wait a second. Seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands. Yeah, holy cow! That's incredible. Wow, good for him. Congratulations. Yeah. I mean, listen, he is one of the most prolific uh, directors of all time, so it certainly makes sense. Only one for Saving Private Ryan, is that right? Did he win for Saving Private Ryan? Yes, he won okay. for Saving Private Ryan, and he also won for Schindler's List. Okay, so he's got a couple so, of them under his uh, belt. A couple and- best directors, and uh, he had been tied with Martin Scorsese, but this pushed him over the edge. There so. you go. Uh, congratulations to Steven. Spielberg. This is also a very good movie, especially if you're a fan of film in general. You'll like this very much. I I don't know if he'll win the director uh, award. He very well might, but I feel like that might go to everything everywhere all at once. But I would not be shocked, much like the Golden Globes, if this one doesn't win Best Picture because, God, the Academy loves movies about movies, man. The they, movies they about movies, yeah. love movies about movies and sometimes that's what uh takes precedence over anything else that's out there groundbreaking or otherwise morning after with nick and big j we will wrap up the show here next on the x rocks that's new motionless and white werewolf wrapping up the morning after with nick and big j on this tuesday thanks for hanging out with us according to your text messages big j must watch the liam neeson vehicle memory tonight on amazon prime he will do so and give you a review of that movie tomorrow we also had a chance about talking about people uh taking craps in joe's crab shack joe's crap shack we missed that yeah, one jay don't we missed it but now we brought it up at the end so i believe it makes it full circle for sure uh, do not do that in case you're curious. Break into a restaurant and crap on the floor. That's that's no fun whatsoever. And we had a chance to also give away some Foos Fighters tickets. That will continue tomorrow morning. Plus, we're going to have a special guest on the show, Big J. What? Uh, yeah, sticks it in you from Steel Panther, the drummer, going to be joining us tomorrow morning. That'll be fun. It leaves you with the floor, Big J. Uh, yeah, you know what? Uh we're doing okay here in America because uh, a British Healthcare Clinic asked 2,000 Brits to locate certain parts of their body, Nick. The results were stunning. Only 63% were able to locate their heart. That can't be right. <clears throat> How does that happen? Yeah, I don't Just know. point to your chest, bro. Uh, 45% had no idea where their rectum is. Well, damn, you killed them. <laughs> yep. And the hardest organ for them to find was the appendix. And I don't blame them on that one, you know. Well, uh, I guess the stomach, right? I mean, it's stomach well, area, a particular but area. Is it? Yeah. Where is it? Lower, lower left. Oh, okay. Because you had it out, right? No. Oh, you didn't have a, somebody you thought had appendicitis, right? No, I had my gallbladder removed. Uh, no, I, I, up, uh, no, no, no. I'm again. not talking about you at this point. I'm talking about somebody you know had appendicitis, right? I'm sure. 
Several people. Right. Uh, I thought it was somewhat recently. You were telling me about you thought somebody had appendicitis for some reason. And that's why it popped into my head. But uh, I'm glad that that's the case. More people should definitely know uh, where your heart is. You know what side of the body it's on, right, Big J? Uh, yeah. Left side. There you go. See, you got it. You're doing just fine, Trust man. me, when I have pain in my chest and I clutch, where am I clutching is a big deal okay it's always on the left side of your body no 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 the heart yeah it stays there no that much i know i mean the pain in your chest doesn't move around yeah, it's it moves always around sometimes in your stomach sometimes and it's a skeletal issue. well i was gonna say it's either that or it's the alien that has laid eggs inside of you one of the two anyway glad that everybody here that's just britain right yeah i bet you america's not much better we've had these now we're much before. better Oh, what is our numbers? I don't know. It's not a, there's, this was a British healthcare oh, I, survey. You were saying it like a fact, like you had numbers to back that up. Morning After with Nick and Big J. I'm American. I don't need facts. <laughs> That's touche. There's your morning show. We are going to come back tomorrow, like it or not. Jason Drew is coming in here next. We'll see you guys then. Have a good one. It's EX Rocks. The Morning After podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.